Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconAgoNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report here at SiliconAgoNews.com. I'm your host, Hannah Hammonds. You can watch our video podcast weekly on SiliconAgoNews.com, Mix 106.5 and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. In just a little bit, we're going to be joined by B.B. Comer head football coach Adam Fawcett. But first, we're going to have a recap of this week's news right after this break. Stay with us. This is Behind the Headlines. South First Bank is now First Bank of Alabama. The same great customer care that you've come to know and love is improving with solid commitment to community service and excellence. Since its founding in Talladega more than 170 years ago, First Bank of Alabama has been dedicated to serving you first. Silicaga welcomes First Bank of Alabama to the area. Check them out online at firstbankal.com. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NLMS number 411938. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I believe in apple pie. I don't believe in how many calories are in it. I believe in a strong middle class and equal pay for equal work. And being a mom is work. And being a mom is work. I believe my kids are cuter than yours. I believe my kids are cuter than yours. I believe that gym selfies should be a felony. I believe that carrying a three-year-old and a five-year-old around Adventure World for nine hours should have me burning more than 72 calories. 72 calories. I believe that underarm fat is a conspiracy to keep us buying long sleeve shirts all year. Look it up. I believe there are less than 24 hours in the day. I believe the M-Sculpt is a gift from above. I believe strong is sexy. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. And I believe in the right. And I believe. In the right. To bear arms. In the right to bear arms. To bear arms. To learn more about M-Sculpt treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. I'm your host, Hannah Hammonds. Let's get into this week's news. At its regularly scheduled meeting on Tuesday night, the Sylacauga City Council voted to appoint Greg Bailey to the Sylacauga City Schools Board of Education, replacing Janine Crawford. Bailey's five-year term will begin in June. Governor Kay Ivey has announced that Alabama's COVID-19 public health order will end on Monday, May 31st, and the state of emergency will end on Tuesday, July 6th. According to State Health Officer Dr. Scott Harris, two-thirds of Alabama residents ages 65 and older have been vaccinated. Alta Point Health is hosting a Stepping Up for Mental Health event on Saturday, May 15th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at Bluebell Park in Sylacauga. The event offers fun family activities as well as information about mental health services available through Alta Point Health. That does it for this week's news. When we come back, we'll be joined by Coach Fawcett from BB Comer. This is Behind the Headlines. 
Heritage South Credit Union is known for amazing, low-rate car sales, excellent member services, and a tradition of more than 80 years in your community. Add to the list. Let Heritage South Credit Union help you on your next home purchase. Fixed and variable rates, reasonable closing costs, and local expertise in loan servicing, helping you settle into your new home smoothly. Call a Heritage South Credit Union loan officer today or learn more online at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, member NCUA, an equal housing lender. Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again with BTL Amsella. To learn more about Amsella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. People tell our tellers, lenders, and representatives they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. As I mentioned earlier, we are joined today by BB Comer head football coach, Adam Fawcett. Coach Fawcett, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so for our watchers and listeners that may not know you, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Man, um, originally I'm from Georgia. Uh, moved over here about 17 years ago. Uh, started up my career started out at uh, BB Comer, or at Winterboro High School. Excuse me. Uh, at Winterboro High School, I came in with uh, with another guy that was the head coach. He was there for a year, and um, left. And I, I stayed and, and uh, showed interest in wanting the head coaching job and wanting to be there. So uh, I interviewed and applied and got the head coaching job there. I was there for four years. Uh, moved on to Chillsburg High School and was there for four years and then went to Smith Station for two years um, which was a different experience altogether so uh, but then after after two years at Smith Station come back um, looking for a, a job and, and uh, Comer was available and uh, expressed some interest and uh, this is where my wife's family is from this is uh, she's a Comer graduate and a lot of the families from Com from graduate from Comer so uh, we wanted to move back home and get close to family again, and, uh, and, and that's what we were able to do. Well, that <laughs> answered my next question. <laughs> Why did you decide to um, mm. come back to Sylacauga and take the B.B. Comer job? Now, you took over a program that was basically at rock bottom. It only had 13 players, mm. which is just barely enough to make a team. How do you take a program like that and turn it around and get the student athletes to buy into a winning mindset? Uh, the kids were always there though. Know? The athletes were there. It was obviously getting them, uh, getting them out. And um, that, that was, you know, I was very fortunate in my hiring because I was able to start right after I hired and come on up and start meeting the kids and, and getting to know them and, and learning them. And um, uh, the key was to take the small nucle nucleus that we had and get them bought in, and then they started recruiting the hallways and, and started, you know, spreading the word. Hey, give this a try. Come out. Um, you know, we got a new thing going on, uh, so forth and so on. And, and that's kind of what what started it. You know, 
Um, my my philosophy is always you've got to you've got to let the kids know how much you care before they care how much you know. So um, I could be the greatest X and O's guy in the world, but if I can't communicate with my kids and I can't um, relate to them and understand where they're coming from and things like that, then they're they're not going to care how much X's and O's we know and how much football we know. So um, the second step was hiring a coaching staff, and and I had the freedoms to bring in a few guys, and that helped out a ton. Uh, to be able to bring in some guys that, that shared the same philosophy I did and and wanted the same goals that I wanted. So um, the the first year was obviously uh, tough. Um, just getting guys into football shape. You know, we had uh, we had a lot of guys that had played previously that didn't play for a year or play for two years, and getting them back out and getting them uh, back into football shape, getting them back into being bigger, faster, and stronger, and things like that. So we we were a little behind there. Um, you know, two and eight the first year was was not uh, where, where we wanted to be, obviously, um, but it was a start. And, and those guys, the guys on that two and eight team, um, the Khalil Wilsons, the Jason McMillans of the world, the Brent Beards of the world, the uh, Jared and Rodney Looney's, um, those guys are the foundation of where we are today because we couldn't have been able to get where we are now without without them sticking it out and saying, hey, we're going to come out and play for you no matter what happens. Uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to work for you and, and do everything we can uh, to help you in the program. Now, what makes B.B. Comer so special? Man, I, I would say there's a lot of things. Um, the, the big thing for me is, is the, the togetherness. I mean, it, it is really a family atmosphere. It's very much um, everybody helps each other out. Everybody's um, everybody kind of gets along and meshes well and uh, we have a great relationship with most of the parents not not all parents love us all the time but um, that's the way it is but we have a great relationship with most of the parents we can uh, whether it be me or one of the other coaches we can call a parent in a second and say hey this is what's going on and and most of the times that parents on the other end like hey get them you know you you do what you got to do so um, but but it's that that unity it's that uh, and I feel like when when I got here, all the athletes, not just football, but all the athletes were starved for the attention and they were starved for the discipline and starved for expectations. So so we set out expectations. Hey, they, these are our expectations. This is this is what you're going to do. This is, this is how you're going to do it. Um, we had expectations for our females to be in the weight room and work out. And that's something that they had not been doing. And uh, for us to be successful in sport, male or female, um, we have to be in the weight room. We have to be getting stronger. We have to be uh, getting faster and, and making sure that we're taking care of our bodies to get better uh, so that we can perform better <clears throat> on the field or the court or whatever it may be. So um, that, that was a, a big attraction for a lot of our athletes was, hey, you know, this, this guy's going to be totally invested. And, and we're going to try and help all programs and, and all of our programs collectively have gotten better. Now, if you scroll through social media, <laughs> you see the hashtag Tiger Nation mm -hmm. on all of y'all's posts. What does that mean? Uh, you know, that, that's our <clears throat> that's our brand as an athletic program. That's that's who we are. That's who, um, you know, that that's that you know, that that post gets out to everybody and you see so on that on the athletics Facebook page, I can see how many people have seen the post and how many people have shared it or how many people have um, you know 
commented on it or whatever the case may be. So, um, and it's a, it's that again, it goes back to that family bond. It goes back to, to that, that feeling of, Hey, we're covered, you know, um, at football games, if they're uh, on football Friday nights, if you're not, if you're not playing football, if you're not cheering and if you're not in the band, you're in the stands and a ton of our students are there for volleyball. Our football guys are coming to games. Uh, softball, our, our male athletes are going to softball games. Our female athletes are coming to baseball games. And, and um, you know, we, <clears throat> even during track, so we, we have track season and our track, our track program does pretty good. And uh, we run meets at Silicaga. And, um, you know, I looked up in the stands at one of our track meets and I, there was like 25 kids up by our tent that, that didn't run track. They were doing other sports, you know. so. Uh, they come out and, and support each other, and, and that's, the, that's what you have to have, you know. Um, when I got there, that support wasn't, wasn't there. So um, bu- building that brotherhood and building that relationship, and, and, and it's an ongoing battle. It's, you know, we're, we don't win every day, um, but it's an ongoing battle where, you know, we want to we win as many days as we can, and the days that we don't, we want to learn from those days. And, and you know, if if uh, an athlete says something bad about you know well y'all y'all could have done better and then that you know well y'all y'all only won this many games where well well that's we didn't win that day but let's learn from that day and um but but our athletes man they they really they really appreciate um they really appreciate the the structure that's there and they appreciate um the coaching staff that is put together and the time that they put in and and that makes them want to be there. It makes them want to put the time in and, and do the things that they need to do to be successful. Absolutely. I know I've been to a few B.B. Comer <clears throat> games, and football especially, the, the stadium is packed. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, barely room to sit in yeah. some spots, and y'all are loud and yeah. rowdy, especially during the Randolph County game <laughs> last year. That, that was one game I right. won't forget because it was such a big game, right. and your crowd showed up and mm-hmm. showed out. Yeah, no doubt. Our, our crowd does a great job. Um, they travel well, which is, is fun. You know, uh, two seasons ago, we go to Fultondale in the first round, and uh, we're a four seed. Fultondale's a one seed. And, I mean, we had probably three times as many fans as they did. And uh, it, it's the tale of two halves because the first half, the fans were not real happy with me, and the second half, the fans were really happy with me. So, <laughs> um, But, uh, but the, the crowd noise, our kids feed off of that energy. And... and um, the the crowd does a great job of of being energetic and being loud uh mr seaborn and the band do a great job of of running their program and and doing the things that they need to do and you know uh playing and and making noise when they need to make noise um ashley watts does a great job with our cheerleaders and they're very supportive group and uh you know they're always there they're always doing stuff for the guys whether it be um you know little candy gram deals or uh, putting signs up or whatever the case may be, they do a good job with that. So, um, but yeah, our, our crowd is really like they have really helped us win some ball games over the past three years. And um, the the big the going to Abbeville in our stands, our our crowd was huge. You know, I mean, we had we had more people there than Abbeville did, and Abbeville's a, a long ways away. You know, so. Um, I can't say can't say enough about them and, and, and their efforts to be there and um, I think the excitement of it is is what really uh, appeals to, to everybody and um, we have people 
There's people that stand outside the stadium on game days before the gates open because they want to be there for warm-ups. They want to be there for the entire game. Um, there's alumni that have contacted me that, you know, hey, we're so glad that the program is, is doing well and we appreciate everything you're doing and, and this, that, and the other. And um, To be honest with you, this is, uh, as far as, a, as my career goes, um, this is probably some of the most fun I've had in, in the past year or two. Um, just just going through this and, and seeing this there. And, and the big key is wanting to be here. They, that's, we, we want to be here. My family wants to be here. My kids, are, my sons are in the system. Uh, my wife teaches in the system and we want to be here and, and we want to stay here. You know, we've, um, the, the world of coaching is, is quite crazy. And, and when you talked about my past and kind of where I've been, um, uh, and I, I probably tell this story uh, more often than I need to, but from going from Chillsburg to Smith Station, we felt like as a family, we felt like, hey, that's what you're supposed to do. That's, you know, we, we had success here. This is 7-8 football. This is a good raise. This is, you know, hey, let's go do this. Well, um, even, even through like just praying about it and, and talking about it and just covering every, every little aspect of it, we felt like, hey, this is the right thing to do. We go down there for two years, and you go two and eighteen in two years, and all of a sudden you're let go. And and I get it. That's that's part of the business, you know. And, you know, I understand. But you you come to you start having a lot of doubts. You know, like wait a minute, am I am I really good at what I do? Am I really doing the right things? Uh, you know, you have a family to take care of. Now what are you gonna do? So um, and and I had gotten you know obviously you got you got a man up. You got to go get. You gotta get some feelers out. You gotta start looking for a job, and that's what I did. And uh, I was a finalist for a couple jobs. I was offered a couple coordinator jobs, uh, and then I was coming through Silicaga after an interview, and I knew that the Comer job had just posted. And I went by the baseball field, and uh, Coach Vincent was out there. I just got out and went and talked to him. I was like, "Tell me what's going on here." And he, of course, the first thing he says, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Well." Don't worry about that. Just t <laughs> tell me about the situation here. But anyway, um, so you know, one thing led to another, and then then I end up being offered the job here and and took it. And um, the 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 big story of that to me is when I left Talladega County Schools, I was very upfront and forward with Dr. Lacey and, and explained to her and told her. And, and did not burn a bridge there. You know, I was, um, and I was grateful for, for that, that I, uh, that I handled things how I was supposed to. I did it professionally, I spoke to her, and, and then that provided me an opportunity to come back. And um, we're, again, we're, we're happy to be here, and, and you know, I, I have a 10-year-old and 11-year-old, and uh, once they graduate, I may go retire and do something else, but <laughs> until then, uh, you know, Tiger Nation's gonna be stuck with me. Hey, I know you are loved in this community by all in Tiger Nation. Now that a lot of the restrictions are being kind of relaxed around COVID, let's kind of reflect on last season. What are some of the challenges that your team had to overcome during COVID? The, the big thing was continuing to, to just stay sanitized and stay clean and stay, you know, um, the COVID stuff, man, we, we were so grateful because we got to play all our games. You know, um, we were nine and two and we won eight of those ball games on the field. You know, um, I hated the fact that we, we, we earned a right to 
host a first round game for the first time in forever, but weren't able to because St. Luke's had an issue with COVID and couldn't play. And I hate it for them. I talked to their coach all the way up until the week before the game. And he, you know, he wanted them to come up. He wanted to play. He wanted to, uh, to make the trip and, and have his kids, you know, experience playoff football too. So, um, but the, the big thing was, was continuing to sanitize, continuing uh, to, to do the things that we, we were supposed to do and, and cover ourselves. Um, it, it was more so, <clears throat> it was probably more on my coaches and myself than anything, just uh, <coughs> figuring out, hey, all right, so we got to get water to these kids during timeouts. What's the best thing, what best way to get water to them? What's the best way to have them water at practice? What's um, laundry? So we did laundry twice as much as we normally did, um, spraying down the locker room, spraying down the coaches' offices, spraying down, you know, everything. Um, Tell them, you know, take your mouthpiece home and, and clean it off every time and so forth and so on. And, you know, and it's hard to understand, it's hard to explain to kids because they're like, coach, we go and tackle each other and, and then at the end of practice we have to stay six feet from each other. Like, what what sense does that make? I was like, I, I get it, guys, but just just do it where just do what you're asked to do you know uh, they the coaches and players all the, they kind of joked about the season they're like because you could only send one captain out so each team could send one captain out and then they could go back and be with the rest of their team and then we were going to send 11 guys out to hit 11 other guys and you know so um, but it, it worked out and um, you know hats off to the HSA um, they did a good job just this whole year getting getting all our sports played and um, I, th I think that's a huge statement for them and, and what they do uh, There's times when I, I don't agree with things that, that the state does, but um, man, they did an excellent job um, Just choreographing it and making sure that you know setting out guidelines and things like that uh, So that the sports could be played Absolutely, <clears throat> and now that we are approaching a new season and we are more than likely gonna have a full stadium this year. Mm -hmm. I know you have some news that you would like to share with our watchers and listeners. So would you like to share? Yeah, so uh, we are starting spring uh, spring football, which our goal was to start Monday, but the weather is, has really uh, kind of messed with us this week. Um, but starting spring football, uh, I've talked to Coach Carter and, and we are going to play a spring scrimmage, spring game on May 21st with Silicaga, which, um, a lot of people have wanted that to come back. A lot of people have wanted us to play a regular season game. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I don't know the future of that, but I know that on May 21st, uh, we're going to get together for a couple quarters and, and butt heads and, and see how things go. But uh, we're excited about it. Um, excited to, to be able to work with Coach Carter to, to have that go on and to make that happen. And, um, you know, for me <clears throat> personally, it's. It, I was never around, I was never part of the, the Comer-Silicaga rivalry of sorts, you know. Um, I am I am fortunate to be, uh, to have been part of the Childersburg-Silicaga uh, rivalry when I was at Childersburg and, um, you know, the, the in my four years there, I'm, I'm one in three against Silicaga. The, the one, the one win which uh, Coach Strickland, Coach Steven Strickland is, is on my staff now, he played in that game, but that one win was a, a, a comeback win and a very exciting game. But uh, him and I, him and I give each other fits about that. I, I'll give him a fit about the one win. He tell, he he gives me a hard time about the three losses. But uh, but anyway, moving on. Um, 
you know, it, it's it's one of those things where our kids get along. You know, Silicon and Comer's kids, they get along. They're going to kind of talk a little junk to each other and stuff like that. But, you know, like during track season, you know, those are the same guys as the football guys. They're out there helping each other out and, and stuff like that. So uh, I think it's going to be a good competition. I think it's going to be uh, a good opportunity to see where we are as a program. And, and that's that's what spring football is about. I need to see what some guys can do. Uh, I'm, you know, we got some guys that are going to play, be playing in some new positions. We got some guys that we're going to try out in different positions, um, and we have some guys that may play two or three plays and be done. You know, that I just can't, um, I can't risk uh, having them have a major injury. So uh, we're we're going to be smart about it. But man, I, I think at 100% capacity, I think we're looking at a packed stadium, and um, and being able to to have a lot of people there and a lot of people get to enjoy some football. And uh, it's an opportunity for both of us to really be at home and not have to travel as well. Absolutely. And I know there's a lot of excitement around mm -hmm. the Marble City Classic, yep. or at least there used to be, and we hope that continues mm -hmm. on. Now, there is a ton of history behind these two teams, considering you guys share a field. Mm -hmm. Talk about the history and what this game is going to mean to you. Uh, you know, historically, it, it's um, it's very interesting ordeal because if you go out if you went and polled the the community if you went and polled 20 people you're going to get probably 15 different stories about the 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 stadium uh, and again it's it, i think that the rivalry of it runs so deep that some of the people that you poll um, their answers are going to be based on on if they're you know if they're silicaga or comer you know um, history says that the field was built with the concept of both schools being able to use that field and and to um, and to share it equally, and uh, the three years that I've been here, man, it's it's been great. You know, uh, dealing with Coach Griffith and Coach Zell has been easy, um, and so far dealing with Coach Carter has been easy. And uh, you know, it's a situation where where we just make the best of it. You know, it's not a it's not a you know this is my field, this is your field, this is you know. Um, th this is our field and we want to be able to help take care of it. We want to be able to, to play on it and, um, and that's the way it's worked out. You know, Silicaga helped us out a ton uh, this last season because with the COVID stuff, you know, our, where our field house is at the end of the stadium, the visitor's field house is right next door to it. And uh, they helped us out a ton by allowing us to use the, the visitor's field house, which is also the soccer field house. Um, when we hosted games there, so um, you know we are we're able to help each other out, and and that's the that's the thing is at the end of the day, it's not about me, it's not about Coach Carter, it's not about uh, the the parent that's mad in the stands because his kids not getting enough touches or anything else. It's about the kids. It's about what what is best for the kids in in the in the system. What's be best for the kids? Um, in our schools and it doesn't matter if your city or county uh, all of our kids are right here all of our kids come to the same businesses they eat at the same restaurants um, you know they shop at the same places and and go to the same Walmart and and hope they have what you need and so forth and so on so it, that's that's the important thing is what is best for the kids uh, never at any point in time do I say hey I want I want them to do bad. No, it, it's good for it's good for us when they're good. You know, it's good for them when we're good. So, uh, you know, when 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 both programs are successful, that's that's when things are really good around here. When both programs are successful, 
both sides are happy going to work and they're happy going into Walmart and they're happy doing all that <laughs> other stuff. So um, as far as the spring goes, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, to just the, being out there and the competition of it. And, um, you know, I know all those coaches, uh, all the Silicaga coaches, and uh, it's a unique situation because, you know, Coach Strickland is, is with me and his father and brother are, are with Silicaga. So, you know, the, the little nuances of that are fun, you know. <laughs> Listening to, to them talk about, you know, go back and forth with each other and, and stuff like that is fun. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to have nine practices uh, in a game and Silicaga is going to have nine practices in a game. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to go out there determined and, and ready to play. But, uh, you know, it, I may get I may get um, chastised for it, but I'm not I'm not real worried about the scoreboard in this instance, you know, now. If we, if we were playing a regular season game, we're playing week one, five, or ten, yeah, that, that's a little bit different. But uh, yeah, spring game, I, I'm I, I want to see what we're doing. I want to I want to make sure that we're uh, headed in the right direction and know what we have to work on. All right now, what is your favorite coaching memory from being at BB Comer? Man, that, there's been a lot in a short amount of time. Um, I tell you, I, I think the turning point of our program was was coming back and winning the game at Fultondale. I, I feel like that was a huge, like like a statement win for our program. It was uh, going in at halftime, our backs were against the wall. Uh, nothing was was really clicking for us, and and um, the halftime challenge was, hey, look, we came this far. Do you do you want to go out fighting, or do you want to lay down and? And just let them beat you by by you know 40, and uh, we came made some adjustments and come back in the second half, and and we kind of start you know we get some drives together we just put up some points and then we get some stops, and all of a sudden you can I mean you can feel the momentum of the game change you know I, I mentioned earlier the the fans weren't real big fans of, of mine in the first half and in the second half they were you know loud and, and crazy and. Um, but you could feel it, like you could feel it. it was almost like, like the life was just brought into them as we started doing better, and um, and, and then our kids fed off of that again, and uh, we were able to able to win that game, and then obviously come home and host. So I, I would say that's probably one of the one of the fondest memories right now. Now, finally, we're going to be looking ahead to this coming season. Who are going to be some key leaders on this team? Do we have any returning players? <laughs> Well, we have a lot of returning players. So, um, you know, last year's team, uh, we lost five five guys. Out of those five, three of them did not play the previous year. So uh, the starters that we are losing are Raphael Johnson and Jacob Price. Uh, Raphael was obviously um, second, all state, second team All-State running back, produced a lot of stats for us. Um, Jacob is, is going to be a big loss for us. Didn't, didn't have the stats. Um, but was a big, big leader for us. Um, played fullback, played linebacker, played some defensive end. I mean, he, he played wherever we needed him, uh, whenever we needed him. So um, losing those two guys will be tough, but we have a ton coming back. Um, Devontae Carmichael's coming back, our quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> we expect big things out of Chris Garrett in the backfield to, to fill Raphael's shoes. Uh, freshman Kamor Harris and Chris Wilson, uh, expecting a lot out of them. And then our big guys, we, you know, we've got we've got the luxury of bringing back all of our linemen, and um, that's going to be a that's going to be a huge statement for us because 
Um, I'm a lineman, was a lineman, I am a lineman, will be a lineman when I die. But, um, you know, that, that's where you win ball games is in the trenches on both sides of the ball. So you you got you to gotta be able to run the ball and you got to be able to stop the run. And uh, we have those guys coming back, Corey Anderson, Brandon Blankenship, Hagen DeLee, um, Zach Carpenter. You know, the, that, that core group is coming back and they've, they've really spent the offseason getting, getting a lot stronger and, and, and bigger. And um, so that they're, they're going to, man, they're, they're going to anchor a lot of things. There, there's going to be a lot of expectations in that group. So uh, defensively, our leading tackler, John Murphy's coming back to kind of run the defense. And um, Cortez Harris and, and Dalion Welch will both be back and they're seniors. So we've got about 14 juniors that will be seniors next year. So um, this will be a big class for us. Hey, the future looks bright for the Tigers, and I cannot wait to see the success that you guys are going to have in the future. But that's going to do it for this mm -hmm. interview today. Hey, thank you so much for no joining problem. me. No problem. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to be wrapping things up with Coach Fawcett. Stay with us. This is Behind the Headlines. Heritage South Credit Union home loans are made for you with fixed and variable closing costs and local expert customer service. Discover why more and more people are switching to Heritage South Credit Union. Heritage South Credit Union, your community credit union. For more information, call 256-245-4776. NMLS number 712492, Equal Housing Lender, federally insured by NCUA. My name's Leslie, I'm 24, I'm a medical assistant. Growing up in Southern California, um, one of the things that I enjoyed doing is hanging out by the beach. So being in a bikini was, you know, tough at times because I wasn't so comfortable wearing a bikini. One of my main trouble areas is my thighs. So I'd wear cover-ups to, you know, cover up my big thighs. Um, one of the things I was considering was lipo, um, but you know, working full time, finding the downtime to do that was very hard. So that was one of the reasons why I took Vanquish into consideration. It's uh, no downtime. I basically would go in and do the procedure during my lunch. Uh, I'd be out in like 45 minutes, um, back to my regular daily activities. So it's something very easy to do with no downtime. One of the things that I really liked and I wasn't expecting to change was actually the appearance in my cellulite. That like that got a little bit better also. My last procedure was about four months ago. No fat returned. I am really satisfied with my results and highly recommend it to everyone. My bikini, you know, I'm so much more comfortable now at the beach, heading out and just not having to wear a cover up. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. To learn more about Vanquish Me treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. Coach Fawcett, thank you so much again for joining thank me today. Now, where can our watchers and listeners stay up to date on all things BB Comer Athletics? Uh, best place is on our Facebook page, BB uh, Comer Athletics. Uh, we try to update everything there. Um, our All Sports Boosters also has a page uh, that they can be updated. 
Uh, I will say the, the spring game uh, that we're having is going to be May 21st. It's going to start at 6 o'clock, and all tickets will be sold through GoFan. So there will not be any tickets sold at the gate. Uh, we are expecting 100% capacity, so there shouldn't be uh, any limits uh, per se. Uh, on the game, so we're, we're expecting a big crowd and, and looking forward to, to a good night. Perfect, I'm so excited <laughs> for what the future holds. Hey, thank you so much for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly siliconganews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on the siliconganews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kicks 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute stories, suggest future guests, or to report news, email news at silicogonews.com. Thank you for hanging out with us today, but that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Hannah Hammonds, and see you next week.